What I found out though, is that taking one out of the fridge and walking to the den to eat it is risky. If I don't eat it quick, it will melt all over me. It's that hot in here. Welcome to the Only Child Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Wallace. Have you ever felt like you didn't receive the how-to brochure on life? That you didn't get enough guidance about major life issues? So did I. You don't have to be an only child to feel this way. In my podcast, we'll explore some of the best ways to better navigate adulting while doing so with humor and light. Welcome everyone to the Only Child Diaries podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about air conditioning. (laughs) I feel like air conditioning falls into the category of first world problems. But I realize that my relationship with air conditioning has changed over the years, or maybe the climate has been the one to change. Maybe both. When I was growing up, I was in this house where we are now, and it didn't have air conditioning then. We had a few fans that we used. They were old retro fans. Well, we didn't call them retro at the time. I remember they sat on the floor and they were round, maybe about 15 inches in diameter with a large frame around the fan blades. The two that we had were a kind of blue green. They were good fans. Yes, it got pretty hot in here, but it it seemed doable. As soon as the day started to heat up, we closed all the windows and then opened them again when it started to cool off outside. My bedroom got the brunt of the late afternoon sun and always seemed to be the warmest of all the rooms. We would put a fan in the corner where there were also two windows hugging the corner. I would fall asleep with the fan running and the windows open so that I could hear the raccoons climbing the walnut tree in our backyard and crunching on the nuts. Sometimes they would squawk at each other. I can't imagine what they would be saying. Maybe something like, hey, that's my nut over there. (laughs) In the morning, we would find the shells on the ground. The tree is long gone, sadly. Oh, it was a good tree. The year I graduated college, my parents decided to install central air conditioning. I don't remember much of how that conversation went, Maybe it was because of their age, but I just remember men all over our house climbing in the tight attic space and putting a vent in my bedroom while I was still trying to sleep. I've always been a night owl and love to sleep late when I can. I seem to be more productive later in the day. Well, especially if it's cooler. When Bill and I moved back here two years ago, the system was still working. But not long after, it decided to stop during the worst heat of the summer. Bill was recovering and gaining strength from his recent hospitalizations, and the last thing he needed was to be in a hot house. It didn't seem doable with a fan or two. Now it just seemed hot. I called for service, and the guy came out and got up on the roof and said that the system had a leak. He could put in some coolant, but he wasn't sure how much it would take 
or really how long that would last. And it was like filling a big gas tank. You paid by the amount it took. I said to do it. I wasn't in a position right then to deal with putting in a new system. I wasn't even sure what we were going to do with the house. Would we stay here? Would we sell it? Would we rent it? This seemed like a good decision to just put off. Well, he poured it in that day, and however all that works, it took $2,000 worth. It was a bit more than I expected, but it was cool again. He couldn't guarantee how long it would last, but for now, we were okay. The good news is it lasted two years. <laughs> the bad news is it decided to stop working in the heat of the summer this year. I knew this day was coming. I was waiting for that other shoe to drop. I had thought it was going to give out last summer, so I think we did pretty good, actually. Now, I'm not sure what's changed more. Is it just hotter now than it was when I was a kid? Is it more humid here? Or am I less tolerant of the heat and humidity? All through my life, SoCal has had maybe less than a big handful of humid days. As a result, I'm just not set up physically to deal with humidity. Since it stopped working, it's been three weeks of trying to survive. And it's not just me. My husband, being a type 1 diabetic, really doesn't handle heat very well. He's having a tough time. Our cat, Bubby, who I talked about recently in an episode on his health issues, has been having more asthma attacks because there comes a time every day where we just have to open the windows when it's cooler outside than it is in here. When he was diagnosed, I kept the windows closed and he was feeling better that way. So we're all just trying to limp along. Our 21-year-old former barn cat Walter is managing okay, I think. He likes to lay on the floor a lot. <laughs> My friend Natalie and I have been working on clipping off his long hair and mats, which maybe has helped him a lot. Our little dog is doing the best of all of us. She's the youngest. Maybe she sleeps more and is just laying around on the floor, but doesn't seem too bothered by it. And like most things, I tried to find a solution to help us out in the interim. Putting coolant back in to the system wasn't as good of an option anymore because the price of the coolant had doubled. And if we put in the same amount again, it would be $4,000 this time, which seemed like a waste considering it would just dissipate. And there was no guarantee that it would last as long as it did last time. It's just like putting our money into the air and watching it blow away. We thought about getting a window AC unit, but we can't all live in one room of the house. Trust me, two cats and a dog alone, it's not gonna work. The only secret I have to these animals getting along is something called space. A swamp cooler. I had one of these for a while when I had my little studio apartment in Hollywood, and I didn't remember it being really great, but hey, what did I have to lose? I got in the car after looking online. I mean, what did we really do before smartphones? Well, I guess we made a lot of phone calls. 
and enjoyed the car's AC while I drove to Home Depot where they had one in stock. I was really, really happy I had gotten my car's AC serviced recently. When I had turned it on before, it only blew semi-cool air on the passenger side. The driver's side just got more hot air. (laughs) Now, at least driving to Home Depot was a pleasure. I was in my own cool bubble. Now, I'm not going to say that the swamp cooler has been perfect. We placed it in the middle hallway, which feeds into the den and the bedroom. Most of the time, Bubby is within a four foot radius of it. He's not stupid. We just have to keep putting water in it, probably about three times a day. It holds, I think, 10 gallons in total. Bubby actually likes to supervise us and make sure we get the water inside the little door. He takes great delight in this task. But because of the water, the cool air is, well, yes, you guessed it, more humid. Sometimes the swamp cooler air mixed with the heat of the afternoon starts to make it feel like a greenhouse in here. If I was an orchid plant, I'd be much happier. They do, after all, call them swamp coolers. (laughs) Well, now in what I can only assume is a marketing tactic, they call them evaporative coolers. It sounds much better. Then we have a box fan in the bedroom, one in the bathroom, and another stronger fan that I bought as a backup to Dallas's fan at the barn in the living room. Every year, Dallas's fan in his stall stops working at usually the most inopportune time. So this year, I bought one in anticipation of that event, but that was before our AC went out. And of course, during this period of time, his stall fan also stopped working. So I had to go get another fan for him. It never ends. At least they were available. My friend Natalie lent me one of her box fans, and that's in the kitchen, which gets really hot, too, with the sun coming through the windows in the afternoon. (laughs) It's like someone has been cooking in there all day. (laughs) Trust me, no one's cooking. (laughs) And then Walter has his own personal fan in the laundry room. At any one time, it kind of sounds like we're on an airport tarmac in here. If anyone calls me, I either have to put them on speaker or walk outside because there's no way I can hear them with all this noise. Sometimes Bill will try to tell me something from the other room or vice versa, but there's no way we can hear each other over all this. I'm looking forward to not having the constant buzz in the background. I don't know if I'll know what to do with myself. When it first shut down, I worked on getting estimates for a new system, but of course, everyone else in town was also suffering, and all the companies who do this kind of work have been bombarded. I was wondering, did everyone's systems just shut down at the same time, or had they been broken previously and everyone put off calling? Well, I I could get an estimate, mostly, not that it was something attractive. We've heard that prices have tripled since the pandemic started, and with California's tight emissions standards, 
It's also bumped up the prices. The company that originally put our system in came in the highest. I won't put a number to it, but I could buy a new SUV for that much. (laughs) Yeah, it's that much. Now, a lot of people who haven't put in a system recently or haven't looked into pricing have been telling me that we're going to be paying too much, that our estimates are way too high. And I'm here to tell you that it's really hard to find anyone to work on your system and finding any kind of an estimate anyway is absolutely ridiculous. Plus, most of the companies are just short-staffed. They don't have enough people to work. One company didn't even return my call, and another one, referred by a friend, told me outright he was just too busy to even come out and do an estimate. Probably, if I hadn't mentioned my friend's name, who is a good customer of his, I wouldn't even gotten a return call. And then there was an estimate that wasn't bad, but he couldn't start the job, he said, for four to five weeks. Well, there would be no need to do the job because by then (laughs) we'd all be dead. I mean, there's a reason they tell you to check on old people during heat waves, especially old people that don't have air conditioning. And I guess during cold snaps too. I remember once when we were at the apartment, the air conditioning broke there for about two days and good grief, it was hot. At the time, we had Holly, our elderly bunny. Bunnies, and especially old ones, don't do well in heat. I kept putting ice packs around her. And this was more situated proper in the San Fernando Valley, where summer heat is a given, where air conditioning is almost a prerequisite of any dwelling. Okay, it's not like living in the desert. It's not Palm Springs hot, or even Las Vegas hot, but it's bad enough. I would open the sliding glass door at a certain time, but it was still pretty hot outside until late into the evening. It was like living in a plastic bag. Okay, back to the estimates. The one we picked is hopefully starting this week. Here's the thing. Our current system is 38 years old. There's not much about it that could really be used again. Maybe the vents in the ceiling, but all the ducts are pretty much shot. One of the guys went up in our attic and took photos of the outside of the ducks, and they all look like sausage casings on sausage that has been overcooked, and the casings have all split open. I wondered why, when I turned the system on, the vents in the kitchen, which are farther away from the rest of the house, didn't really have any air coming out. So it's not just the unit that needs replacing, it's the ductwork and the platform that the unit sits on. Looking at the wood now, it's a wonder the unit hasn't caved in. It's like we're starting almost from scratch. When I feel like I'm really going to faint from the heat, and that's happened a few times, I remember that I'm not the one who has to go up in the really tight attic space that doesn't have any airflow to put in the new ducts. I try to focus on that. It helps. A little. The fans and the swamp cooler have helped a lot, yes, but also sugar-free popsicles have been a godsend. (laughs) Seriously, 
I would love to sit here and eat ice cream all day, but that wouldn't be very good for my calorie or carb counting. But sugar-free popsicles can really cool you down without the calories. What I found out, though, is that taking one out of the fridge and walking to the den to eat it is risky. If I don't eat it quick, it will melt all over me. It's that hot in here. And you know you're in trouble when the best part of your day feels like the time you washed your face with cool water. That's kind of sad. Or my trick for sleeping better, I went and got my ice pack and put it next to me. Just like my elderly rabbit. Yes, I woke up with a wet thigh, but hey, it dried pretty quick. <laughs> no worries. I even cheated a few times and just stood in front of the refrigerator with the door open. I know you're not supposed to do that. Remember our parents always telling us, close that refrigerator. Well, after all, I bought that refrigerator when I moved into the last apartment. So it's coming up on 30 years. That will be the next thing to go. Probably during a heat wave. I guess the good thing about the new system is that we'll be making it not just central air, but also central heat. My mom never wanted to get rid of her floor furnace. I get it. A part of me mourns its loss. There's nothing like being cold to your core and standing over the furnace when you get home. And I've loved seeing our cat put his paws over the grate on cold nights. Again, he's not stupid. But the hole where the furnace is located in our floor is also connected to the crawl space under the house and the vents on the side of the house. And because we live in suburban wildlife central here, when the neighborhood skunk decides to uh, defend himself, so to speak, a smelly business card comes wafting through the vents and up through the floor furnace vent. And we all feel like we know the skunk a little too well. I won't miss that. Also, several people have told us including the gas company man who came here to service the stove, that floor furnaces are an outdated thing to have and can actually explode. Well, now that's a good reason to get rid of it. <laughs> Talk about something that keeps you up at night worrying. In addition to eating popsicles, we've been drinking more water. I guess overall, that's a good thing. I know both Bill and I have felt faint at different points. I wonder if the animals have also. And yes, having or rather not having air conditioning is a first world problem, but not having it has made me very unproductive. Last week, it was all I could do to sit in a closed room and record my podcast. Visualize me with sweat pouring off my head. <laughs> the rest of the time, I could barely move around, let alone think and forget about working in the garden. Someone would eventually find me face down in that patch of weeds in the back that I've been trying to work on. Even though it's in the shade, forget about it. The other day it was a little cooler. So I was out there to try to get something done. And the dog kept coming over to look at me like, is it time to go inside now? The thing is going inside is hotter than outside. My only solace is taking a shower. It brings my body temperature down. I've taken a lot of showers. 
which only makes me feel guilty because of the water shortage. You just can't win. <laughs> now I think it's time for a popsicle. I hope I can get it back to the den before it melts. <laughs> That's all I've got for today. Next week, we'll tackle another topic together. I hope you'll join me. If you like this episode, please follow the Only Child Diaries podcast on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you might listen on. And consider rating Only Child Diaries and writing a review. It helps others to find us. Please share it with a friend you think might like it as well. Visit my Instagram page, Only Child Diaries, or Facebook, Only Child Diaries Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Wallace, and these are the Only Child Diaries.